For literally decades, Fred Shoemaker has been teaching us how we need to move our bodies in the golf swing. And he's been absolutely right, despite what others have said. And I've got the data to prove it. Let's tee it up. Welcome to Data Access Golf, your home for rapid golf improvement. And now, from the thin air of the Rocky Mountains, next on the number one tee, your host, Aaron Stewart. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Data Access Golf, the podcast. I come to you again from beautiful Carmel, California, where we are participating in Fred Shoemaker's Extraordinary Golf's Summer of Golf Mastery kickoff where I and some of my compatriots who have been doing this for a very long time have gathered again at our annual event to a study at the feet of one Fred Shoemaker and his staff. Um, and, and it's awesome. I mean, we're really, really glad to be here. And Evan Schiller is participating as one of the coach. Evan has um, been in the game for a long time. He hits it a freaking ton. But he is, uh, he's played in U.S. Opens and qualified there. He's an excellent coach. Fred, obviously, is an excellent coach. We've got technology out the wazoo to help us learn. And then each one of us, in our own right, have become coaches over the years, working with one another and also our own games. So it's just, it's honestly a smorgasbord of unbelievable golf learning. And it's awesome. I mean, it's great to be here. And uh, Elliot and I were talking earlier tonight about just how amazing it is that we get this opportunity to hang out with, uh, you know, for three days in a row, one of the best minds in golf and one that's been one of the best minds in golf for a very long time and so underappreciated in the game that it's, um, it's, it's ridiculous, honestly, to think of how many people are not taking what Fred Shoemaker has offered over the years and have embraced it and worked with it. We just see so many miserable golfers out there who are doing it the wrong way year after year after year and and suffering when golf is meant to be really a, a fun and beautiful game. And uh, so it's it's pretty crazy. I've got Fred Shoemaker's book right here, and I know I talk about it a lot, but Extraordinary Golf, The Art of the Possible is literally the best way you can break into what Fred's been trying to teach us for decades. This book here, I mean, if you just open up the front cover, it was copyrighted in 1996, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, 23 years ago. And I know the person, uh, Thane, who introduced me to to Extraordinary Golf and, and to Fred and Joe and, and uh, the crew, he, he started taking lessons from Fred long before that. So, I mean, Fred's been trying to get this to us for a very, very long time. And and it's just hysterical to me that there's been so many that have not kind of got on board with this a long time ago. And so um, one of the things that Fred talks about, if you look in his book, and you should go to Amazon right now and buy it, you can't get it on Kindle. You can't get an ebook of it. You need to actually go purchase it, or you can go to extraordinarygolf.com and they sell it right there. And you should read this book. If you're serious about learning golf the right way, a, a way that protects your body from getting injured, that generates the most power, the most consistency, and frankly, the most enjoyment 
that you can possibly have in the golf game, then this is the way it needs to be done. And I, I don't say that lightly. I mean, for a long time, I'll say this, for a long time, those of us that became essentially disciples of Fred Shoemaker and the way he teaches golf did it maybe on faith uh, because we could see how uh, Fred was helping us get better. And I definitely got better over the years. There's no question about it. But we just believed that Fred knew the right way. And he had videos and things to show us what was possible within our own selves, what we already knew how to do. And that was to propel an object down the fairway in a very athletic, natural motion. And it was, it was very hard for us to believe. And if you turn it then into the book, Extraordinary Golf, and you look on page 64 and start thumbing, thumbing through it, uh, Fred has presented us essentially all the way through, what, page 79, different sequences of folks who are, you know, showing us their golf swings. And what's done, and I always talked about it before, but essentially back in, in the day there, Fred would have us throw a golf club essentially throw it at a target down the way and record it. And then he'd have us hit a golf ball and we'd record that and we'd compare the two swings and they're always different. Um, but it was something that we knew um, that was in us. We knew and it, it was it was a way to kind of break through and get us to understand that our bodies already knew how to swing the golf club perfectly. And I'm not, I don't take that lightly. The cool thing about it now is that with a lot of these technologies that we've embraced, and I spent some time on the body track today and spent some time with Swing Bite, which I've talked about long before. With all this technology, we have the ability to, to look and see what's actually going on. And every time we have a piece of technology that takes the knowledge of, of how the golf swing works forward, it just continues to reinforce everything that Fred has been trying to teach us all these years. And, and the naysayers out there have come up with a, a bunch of different ways to do things. And I don't want to start naming names, but there's a lot of guys out there that are teaching very, very bad golf swings. Uh, golf swings that hurt the back, that are unnatural and just really bad for us. And it's not, it's not the only, I mean, this has been happening for eons. Everybody comes up with these new ideas and there's some guys on golf Golfworks, golfwrx.com that are, are preaching completely false and inaccurate techniques to play golf. Essentially, they're, they're teaching manipulations that you need to do in order to hit a golf ball if you're not, if your body's not working the right way. And that's a disaster, right? I mean, when you're dealing and trying to create manipulations to create a good golf swing, you're over before you get started. And so everything that Fred's been trying to teach us, all, they've all been confirmed by technology. And so one of the things I did um, when we were investigating, and I've talked about this, I haven't talked about this specifically, but the swing bite is an instrument that you actually strap on your club. And it's one that I really like to use for swing playing. And there's a lot, so not all technology is perfect. I mean, the swing bite does a lot of things really, really well. And it does other things not very well. But the thing that it does very well is, is help you see your swing plane. And when you first see what you are, you know, you are doing and, and you trust the data and you get there, it, it freaks you out. You cannot believe that this is real. You cannot believe that this is the way you swing a golf swing. And that, that you, you've got the data there to prove it. 
But I, I went, I took it a step further and talked about it a little bit today with uh, those that we were working with. But I took one of my oldest swing bites um, that was on its last leg. And I knew it was. It had a crack in the in the housing. And anyway, I took that thing and I strapped it on to a throw club. I actually have a bag of clubs that I'll take out and throw so I can feel the natural throwing motion. I'll throw a club and I'll hit a, then I'll hit a ball. I'll throw an old club and then I'll pick up my club and I'll hit a ball. And I want to get those motions as close together as possible. <clears throat> and so we already know how to do that naturally. <clears throat> we get stuck and we start doing things improperly when we try to hit a golf ball instead of propel something down the fairway. So I strapped this old swing bite to a golf club and then duct taped it up, turned it on, duct taped it up, and then went over to a pretty high. Uh, it was over on the end of the range, and we've got the edge of the range, and we've got this like tennis court, and we have this area where the grass has gotten pretty long. And I'm like, okay, you have to hit something to register it with a swing bite. But um, so I, I was thinking, I'll hit this long grass and I'll let it go, and you literally throw the club, and and then maybe the long grass will kind of catch it and break its fall, so it doesn't um, cause a lot of damage, and maybe I can get more than a few swings out of the swing bite. And so I did it. And the cool thing about it is I was just throwing a club and now I had a piece of technology to tell me, to give me feedback on what was actually going on. And really what I wanted to see was to sort of verify what Fred's been talking about all these years. And that is, is my natural motion on plane? That's it. It's really the best thing that you can use the swing bike for anyway, is to see if your swing's on plane. And I was shocked. Now, my, my four lines of, you know, of the club were not directly on the target line, but that really wasn't the purpose. I just wanted to see what my swing looked like when I put a natural motion on it, when I threw the club. And it was amazing that my four lines, and when I talk about a, when I talk about the four lines, you've got the, the head of your club going back that creates the first line. And essentially you just have to picture, you know, red lasers pointing out the butt end and the basically both ends of the shaft. Okay, so you've got a red laser coming out the grip side, you've got a red laser coming out the club side, the club head side, and, and they're shooting a red laser on the ground. And so you're using that, and you've seen those those red lasers. I know but Butch Harmon had one that hooked on and pointed down at the club and had one that came up. And so you could kind of swing inside and see where the club was pointing. And, and the idea being that if your swing is on plane, you are pointing at the target line, where the ball is, where the ball's laying. And so I... That's essentially what the, the uh, swing bite shows you, just in graphical, these four lines on your phone. So I, I made a throw, and I was amazed at how lined up, how parallel and straight these lines were uh, above the target line. I wasn't swinging at the target. I was trying to hit grass and then throw it into something soft. So I was swinging above the target line, and yet my natural motion had these lines all lined up, which is pretty amazing. It's, un it's unbelievable. And then I also took the swing bite and, and had a left-handed club and then started swinging it left-handed. Well, left-handed, I've never really played golf left-handed. It's all new and natural, and it was unbelievable how straight and perfect online those lines were. Where my, my you know, swing, my golf swing had become a, a you know, a, a messed up piece of bits and pieces put together. And I had gotten away from this natural motion. And that's all that Fred has been talking about all these years. And yet now we've got, you know, the A swing and the arm swing and, and you've got, you know, the X factor and you've got, you know, hold your hips in place, keep your feet on the ground, 
create torque in your back. I mean, doesn't that seem ridiculous now? Hold your head still. No, I mean, all of that stuff can be answered very easily if we just let our bodies move how they were designed to move. And the beautiful part of, of all of this is our bodies know how to move most efficiently to protect us from injury, right? So when we're forcing our bodies to do something they're not supposed to do, then we get hurt. Uh, Tiger Woods, Sean Foley. Did I just say that out loud? Anyway, it's it's just a lot of of really amazing stuff that has been. Fred Shoemaker is not going to go out and and toot his own horn. He just it's just not the kind of guy he is. He's just a he's a he's a thinker. He's a worker. He's a he's a researcher. He's a coach, and he coaches in a way that uh, makes the most sense. And so anybody who's listening to this who really wants to get a Good at, good at golf, get good at golf. Make sure that you start with the Extraordinary Golf book and kind of work into it. They've also got Extraordinary Putting. Uh, I'm happy to answer any questions myself, but I mean, getting into this idea that of the, the principles that are taught in this book are the way to go. If you want to swing, you, if you want to swing your swing, and I'll, I love that Arnold Palmer used to say that, swing your swing. If you want to find out what that swing is, read this book. If you want to figure out how you're supposed to move, how you're supposed to move from your right side to your left side, your, you know, your back to your front and turn and do all that, then you need to tap into how you naturally would do it. You need to listen to your body, let it function properly for you, feel what that feels like and compare it to your golf swing and get better and swing it the right way. And the way Fred Shoemaker has been telling us all, the, all these years is the right way. We could have been doing it the right way for the last you know, 23 years. Even more than that, if we were taking lessons from Fred, and instead we've come up with, I don't know if these guys are just trying to make money or if they really believe that these things work or they figured some things out to work for their bodies that aren't working properly and they're trying to pass that off as something that works for everybody. The only thing that works for each one of us is how each one of us works. And that's kind of the bottom line and what Fred's been preaching all these years which we now have technology. We've got body track. We've got swing bite. We've got uh, slow-mo video. We've got all these, these tools that show us that Fred has been right all along. So that's kind of my rant for tonight. I, again, I, I love being here in Carmel and, and learning to play golf the right way and learning to play golf in a way that is powerful, that is natural, that is me, that is expressing me for who I am. And a lot more on what I've learned personally from this, uh, from these three days, there's a lot to learn. There's a lot I have to work on for the summer, which I love. I just love having this opportunity to get better. But I also love going into the opportunity knowing that the things that I'm working on will actually be things that uh, will improve my golf game. And I think there's just so many golfers out there that go work on something from some pro that uh, has not tapped into who they really are or has the right techniques or understanding of how the body works and gives you maybe a, a checklist of things to work on that are probably not right. Anyway, until next time, I gotta, I gotta get some rest and get ready to go for our last day here in Carmel, uh, learning all this great stuff, and then I will definitely report in all the stuff that uh, I've learned and all the stuff we'll be working on, and, and uh, it's gonna be a good summer. So until then, please remember, better data always means better golf, and better data always means Fred Shoemaker's right. Thanks. Thanks for listening to Data Access Golf with Aaron Stewart. Check us out online at dataaccessgolf.com and we'll see you on the next episode.